Okay, we're back for Constantly Varied, episode four. James, let's start where we normally start. Training check-in. How's it going? So good. I'm on a buzz. Yeah. I'm on a big training buzz at the minute. Yeah. Um, I'd love to say here's what's changed and this is why it's happening now. I can't quite put my finger on something, but I definitely went through a little lull there and there's definitely some sort of attitude shift and alongside that a big performance shift and i had thought initially it was the the shift in the program and stuff we're doing and going for the performance day but it was the week you told me about that i'd already started you told me about it on like the tuesday we did the podcast on the wednesday but from the monday i had already had that shift yeah i remember you came in and you said there was I said a documentary you, yeah. you've watched you're feeling like it's time to get back yeah, on. Something got me a bit fired up again. The, yeah. the, f- the performance vibe. I need to, to yeah. go and do stuff. And I'm really chasing it. So in every class, I'm like, so the timing of the game day has been good for you, right? Oh, dreamy. That's I, I, that's definitely amplified it. That's given me. A, you've asked me a few times, how's the program going? And it's like for me, it's oh perfect. Give me a, a a day where I can put as much or as little pressure on myself as I need to try and perform. And for me, I, I like having quite a bit. So I'm like revving myself upward. It's so Class. Good. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I'm actually seeing a few people. I'm seeing a, a little mode shift. You can see it in their training day to day. They're coming in. And I have I have a feeling in the morning as well. There's a feeling in the groups that I'm coaching of like, there's a, a collection of people there who are like, yeah, let's fucking go. Yeah. It's, it's a difference, right? It's a difference. Yeah. How's yours going? Um, I'm on the struggle bus. I'm not going to lie. We've, we've flipped here, haven't we? Yeah, you were on a bit of a buzz and now it's absolutely so I'm still getting to class or else a training session if I can't make a class mm-hmm. with schedule and um, the difference is that I'm really struggling my way through each train train session at yeah. the moment so a bit run on empty dealing with pain stuff yeah so it's, it's all a bit of a struggle yeah. so I just have to keep moving through this mm-hmm. phase because it is a phase thing like I've been through this before where you're, you look back at it any six week period you're like there was a, some of those weeks were a bit just crappy but if you can keep moving then you're like i've done six yeah. uh, really solid six weeks so i'm in a bit of middle of that you'll see um people who see me in the six o'clock class like what the fuck is going on with him lying on the ground halfway through the workout uh but yeah just dealing with some stuff so yeah look just got to keep pushing and do our best that's it that's it. what you've said there is something that i was thinking beforehand as well whenever i was in my lull of training i was like I'm not stressed about it because I know very soon it'll flip. And whether it's an internal switch or an external switch, there's always a switch. I think that comes the longer you just keep consistent with the training. Like you've been doing CrossFit however many years and I'm the same, like a decade of it. You just go through the, the swings and roundabouts. Yeah, and you understand it's a long, long term. It's a long game. Yeah, that's what we're here for. Yeah, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, okay, daily. Well, listen, let's talk about some of the things going around around the, the different gyms. Uh, because there's some serious achievements happening. Yeah. I'm going to start in Selvage. Amy was telling me about a couple of things. One of them was the 5 a.m. crew there. Yeah. They have um, a mobility club going after class. Wow. Which is cool. Ado gets his um, go wad on his phone. A few of them go upstairs and they do their post-class mobility. Really? Stuff. I think it's after class, yeah. And if he's not there, Tywo takes a lead. Like They've got a little vibe going. Which That's is amazing. Daily. Um, plus, she was also mentioning Lauren Duke. Now, Lauren is 15 I seen her clean yesterday on Instagram. Studying for her junior cert, and she shows up at five a.m. with her brother every day to train. 
That's a psycho family, isn't it? How many 15-year-olds showing up at 5 a.m.? Like, how many people are showing up at 5 a.m.? Yeah. <laughs> They're psychos already. Amazing. Yeah, so uh, she's making loads of progress. Got her first pull-ups. Um, really, um, she's she's just tuned into the coaching. Yeah. Doing a great job. So, well done, Lauren. Um, then we moved to, to Santry. Gillian was talking about Fiona Barry. Got her first kicking pull-up. Oh, she's flying. Absolutely flying, yeah. Really consistent. It's paying off. Jose was talking about Liz Guerrero. If anyone knows Liz, she's got a jump rope in her hand, <laughs> trying to figure out double unders <laughs> for the last couple of months. Yeah. And she's finally sorted out. I think every coach has probably gone and talked to her at, th- at this point Amazing. about it. And she's got a lot of bombardment of different cues, and she's just kind of figured it That's out. Great. So uh, nailed it. She's a she's a workhorse. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, so you're... I have a couple, yeah. Um, funny that you say that, about they always have a rope in their hand. Gary is the pr- prime example of that. Uh, could skip whenever he started. Has double unders down to a T now. Um, and he still practices pretty damn consistently. Um, the girls mentioned before we started the podcast there, Amy and Gillian, that Gary needs a shout out to just like his general energy around the gym at all times is phenomenal. And there's days he comes in and he'll tell me, he's like, I'm not 100% today, I'm not feeling great, but like whatever it is, but he's still a joy to be around. Like, I, I'm so lucky to have him on my morning classes. Like, Fuck Julian and Jose. I <laughs> I am winning having him in in and around the place on a regular basis. And then also Katrina Mills is training for European Masters, which is tomorrow. Um and her her lifting hasn't been going the way she wants it to. And there's always two ways that people can deal with that. And they can do we've talked about this before, they can kind of bury their head in the sand and go, Oh, I'll figure it out on the day. And she's like, no, 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 I need to figure this out now. And she's lifting and lifting and lifting and lifting. And she's dragging you. I see her talk to you. She's pulling me. She's like, what about this? What do you think about that? And she's getting so granular with some of the stuff that it like it blows my mind and it presses me so much. Yeah, she's on this uh, long-term process of she goes to a, a competitive event, does the training process for it, goes, competes, does the takeaways, yeah. and then puts it into her next cycle. Yeah. And go and represent Ireland european championships huge deal serious so um yeah she's put she's put some really good work in the last mm. few weeks getting pre- getting ready for it, so best of luck katrina yeah good luck katrina um yeah and also gary yeah what a sound head yeah, <laughs> <Brilliant> <laughs> that amazing, yeah. He, he sent me over um a leadership uh education document the other day to read like just you know someone who thinks of the right thing people who do that i have a collection of people like that in the morning crew and i'm like oh these are the best people they That's send me legend. books or articles or whatever i love it Daily. Um, right, so let's talk Dunlear. Hannah and Elaine were talking about in the evening. They, the two of them share the evenings. They yep. do uh, alternate evenings. And they both are saying that Quinton, uh, one of our longer members there, he's just one of these guys who sounds like he's using the, the coaching process really well. Oh. Yeah, he goes, he goes, gets the coaching, gets the analysis, and goes off and tries it, comes back with the feedback for the coaches. That worked, that didn't. This felt weird. Have another look, and he's wow. and as a result, he's absolutely flying, absolutely flying. I love it. I think I think I remember he did that uh, that competition in Wicklow a couple of weeks ago. I think it was his first one. I think he, it's firing him up in a big way as well. So uh, making huge progress. So well done, Quentin. Um, and then we go to to Nice, and Miguel sent me a list of his arm. 
all the love all the love for all the people um so two dimension particular so gabriella as you well know finished finish the internship he said she just has so much hunger to come in and take the know-how she gathered from that and it's putting it to good work in her Love training. It. She's taking whiteboard briefs. She's asking loads of questions about movements, about the coaching. And just, and I see she pre her clean yesterday. I just think when I see Gabrielle, I think of someone living at her edge, exactly where we want to, yep. we, we want people to be. Um, always growing, always improving. And such a lovely energy to have around as well. Yeah. Um, so she's absolutely flying. The other one he mentioned was Brooke. Nice. Which is so cool, yeah, because it's like Brooke has been holding Buonace all on her own for two years. Mm. She's the one leading the charge there. She is building the core values, building the culture, building the relationships, while also being like one hell of a coach. Yeah. She's the queen of the gym. Said, and that's 100% true. Love it. Yeah, so he just wants to give her a big shout out for all the work. He also mentioned, this is my shout out, I want to share this one with Miguel this week, Tiago, or Tiago. Yeah has taken now over 4,000 photographs, which is unbelievable. That's wild. Yeah, absolutely wild. And then he also works really hard. Like once he gets them, he goes home and edits them. And if you know Tiago, he works slow and meticulous. Yeah. He's a perfectionist. So every photo takes him ages to edit. Like he edits them all and then he sends it to the members. Yeah, he sends it to people. Uh, such a nice thing to be able to just receive some nice photographs. Even yeah. if you don't use them for social media or whatever. It's just nice to have. It's great to have them. So all of that hard work is, uh, it goes on quietly but it's all additive so yeah uh, it's, it's class okay so that's our shout outs uh, a vast collection of shout outs yes. today wasn't it so much going on okay so moving on um let's talk about um what we're reading listening to oh. what we're learning about at the moment um you go first i'll go first um i've been on a bit of a health wellness fitness buzz with uh, some of my education at the minute so i recently read uh, peter atia's book outlive and it's probably the biggest most educational book that i've read front to back in one go in a long time it's it's normally something that i that i pick up and then i put down again and i maybe flick my way through but i i had this desire when i was reading it to get the whole way through it what um, do you think that is what is it about it I think what he nailed with the book was he took some ideas and concepts that he had that were quite complex and he distilled them down in a really simple way but while he did it he he provided links and places to go if you wanted to go deeper on it and I have a a wandering mind where whenever something tickles my fancy I go digging on that thing like I I remember I was talking about this the other day to someone whenever I first got a laptop whenever I was like 18 and I used to have like 30 Wikipedia pages open at a time and the first one and the last one would be unrelated until you looked at all of them and then it would be a straight line across so in the book he does that and it means in the sections that really intrigued me I could go look at that Download some podcasts, buy a book, whatever it was. Bought three books from reading that book, which is not a, a cheap habit to have. But it got me really thinking about some stuff. And then, obviously, the the way I obsess about my work, it got me thinking about stuff in here as well. And he talks a lot about health span and lifespan, and we spoke about this. But 
and he doesn't mention it in a performance setting but it got me thinking about how the stuff we do in here can relate to the stuff out there so some of my classes now whenever i'm coaching them and even in my own training i take my thought process and link the performance into the long-term aspect of it and how so my line of thinking of it at the minute is there's a level of performance and crossfit have spoke about this as well but there's a level of performance that we can develop at a young age like young whatever you want to define that as he defines young like right up into your 50s um, and i wouldn't completely disagree with him and he's like there's a, a performance level that you can definitely build upon up until then and then typically with exceptions into our 60s 70s 80s and 90s there's a decline and his whole thing is all about minimizing the decline and you do that by maximizing the the growth in your younger years so if i'm i'm 31 at the minute so if i can get my strength level without taking peds and completely ruining my body doing it but staying doing it in a very healthy manner but if i can really push the boundary of my strength when it does decline there's just a a less steep more gradual gradient to go down with it and it's the same with things like vo2 max and aerobic power and all of that jazz so the fitter i can get now is part of where the running buzz has come from with me where i've bought running shoes i'm like oh, i want to push that aerobic performance now so that whenever i'm in my 80s i can still run around and do things yeah and cool. that all ties back into my current why in my training which is Paige is 18 months old at the minute i imagine someday she's gonna have children who are 18 months old and if she was to have kids at the age I had kids, she'll be 30. So that puts me in my 60s. I still want to be able to do anything at any time with her kids. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice long-term yeah. goal, yeah. It's, it's mad. Good. But that's what's yeah. got me thinking. That's cool, yeah. It, and it does, as you said, it ties back into the the sickness, wellness, fitness continuum, that CrossFit that we've talked about yeah. before, that we can be well and then we're a few steps away from being unwell. Yeah. Where if we get fit... If we, if we backslide removed, yeah. we backslide to wellness yeah. before we backslide to, to sickness yeah, you just have a it's like building a buffer isn't it correct so it's it's not just about having um like uh, a perfectly uh, balanced it's like let's let's build yeah, a little really bit of a contingency into the system 100 yeah deadly okay very good so give me give everyone the name of that book again uh outlive by peter atia outlive okay and i i bought it on kindle read it on kindle and then i bought the hard the hardback copy as well and I do that with a very select number of books because they've had an impact on me. Yeah, very good. Uh, yeah, I've listened to a couple of interviews with yeah. that guy. I find him hard to listen to. Yeah, we talked about this. Oh, didn't God, we? he's a smart dude. He's so got smart. Really good information. Yeah. He's a bit, yeah, he is hard to listen to. I think from, I tried to listen to a podcast and I, because his podcast is very good, The Drive, and I couldn't listen to it. Then right. I read the book and it brought a level of understanding about him as well that I'm like, ah, that's why you're a bit awkward to listen to. He goes into some in-depth stuff about himself and it opened up a few, oh, that's a few cool. things. Yeah, 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 very good, very good. What are you learning, listening to, reading at the I'm moment? A bit, uh, I'm a bit like uh, learning loads of different, oh. listening to loads of different things all at once. So it's hard to kind of pin one, but I've been getting back into some anatomy textbooks, oh. uh, weightlifting textbooks, so I'm nerding out a little bit on that stuff. Nice. Been reading a bit about leadership. I'm doing a writing course at the moment, and the writing course is, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. 
uh, I find it really hard. Like, I just don't understand writing, but I enjoy doing it but i don't understand the theory or the concepts mm -hmm. so i'm trying to pick up like what are the principles of good writing because when you read good writing you know oh man it's so good yeah so um and speaking of that i'm actually i've restarted wuthering heights so a, a book i read in secondary school <laughs> it's still probably my favorite book yeah i just it was really hard in secondary school you know like i hated school every, every moment of it and i remember when we were studying that book i didn't enjoy it but it made a huge impact. It's like stuck with me, you know. Oh. And now I'm going back and reading it, and it's the most amazing. Like I'm thirty pages in or something, and I'm just like, how does this come out of someone's head? It's crazy, isn't the, it? The the style of every sentence I'm reading, I'm like, yeah, that's incredible. I bought that book for the first time a few months ago, and you messaged me about it. But I'd say a dozen people messaged me about that book, saying the exact same thing. This is my favorite book of all time. Uh, for some reason, she creates these characters in like a couple of paragraphs are all of a sudden a living thing like their little gestures what they say what people say about them and all of a sudden they're like there they live in your head like that's a person now incredible so that's fun that's what that's my like last thing before bed reading is it yeah that's heavy reading before bed isn't it i find it so Do you? enjoyable i thought like and I have to go back and reread sentences over yeah. and over to like, did I get that? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you can't just flow through. I I read some nonsense book uh, books at bedtime, and I but if I miss a page, the next page I'm like, oh, I didn't miss anything important. It's fine. Yeah, Whereas yeah, with yeah. that, you do miss something. There's so much detail packed into it. One hundred percent. Yeah. So, and that's what I would normally read before bed: some crap uh, novel, <laughs> and um, yeah, I've been bored by the last two. Okay. And I kind of don't even get through them. So I'm like, like, let's change gears. And I, so the last one was um, a, a Hemingway book, which was heavy going as well. But it's two things, enjoying it, and it gets me to sleep. And saying That's the goal. Yeah, absolutely. So the last thing then, um, I listened to some physicists recently, right? Now this stuff goes completely over my head, <laughs> but mind bending. So there's um, there was a discussion I heard about time right and the debate was there's some physicists who suggest that time is not necessarily linear and a lot of people disagree with this right okay but that not things don't necessarily happen one after another that's just how we perceive it oh yeah that's and there's this theory of something called the block universe have you ever heard that before no. I, i'd never heard of it either and it's it sounds pretty out there it's like imagine think about like wuthering heights it's imagine that's a full book that is the whole history of the universe from the very start to the very end that hasn't happened yet mm -hmm. but this theory says that it's already happened everything has already happened and we're just on you know chapters four page 240 and just because that's where we are that the whole thing is already there all at once yeah i mean like it, it's yeah. not in the future it's just how we're you're perceiving, we're perceiving it. it right and the whole discussion around that, like, and the guy who was on it saying, like, it's all nonsense, the physicists, but there are physicists who believe, who believe it. it. And the discussion around time, like, you know, it's so fucking out there. It makes me think about perception, like, everything is about perception, really. Like, all of the different things that we're doing, it's only, it's our filter we're putting over it. And it helps me kind of put things in perspective, you think. No matter how stressful things get, no matter how, how difficult things are, a lot of it's just framing. And if I can reframe it, things get easier, things get better right away. 
Mm, yeah, I like the perception thing. So that's what I'm trying to get my head around at the moment. Um, <laughs> time is not linear. Time is <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Things don't happen one after another, apparently. Okay, that's that's reading, listening, learning. Let's go to events at Bua. Oh. So um, we talked last day about the game day events. Let's look beyond that. We have an event coming up that we've been working on for a while. It's an idea. Again, it's a little bit out there. Um, and it's the Boo Breakfast. Oh, yes. So we've I been talking about for this. this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And this, so again, this won't be for everybody. It's a small uh, gathering of people who are, who this sounds interesting to This is very niche. It's, yeah, it's niche. It's a great way of putting it. <laughs> this is very niche. So the concept is we just get a social morning, good company, good food, <laughs> in a nice room somewhere, and have nice ideas to discuss. Mm. Bit of philosophy, bit of what's the good life. Yeah. Um, and we've been, you know, the hard bit has been trying to figure out like a, a venue, to be honest with you, because we need somewhere where we can have like a big open group discussion. Yeah. So we can't have do it in a public space where we'd be annoying everybody. But then also somewhere that w you'd like to go and have a nice meal. Yeah. So we found um, we found a nice restaurant and in a hotel that one of our members manages. And he's saying like, here, you can have this place for a few hours on a Saturday morning. Wow. So it's the Dillon on the south side of the city. And it's a really nice place. Yeah, it's lovely. We've got the menu of food. Oh my God, we have to pick some things off it. It's like uh, leaving things off is a difficulty. We'll do a set menu so everyone will know that's the cost of it. And we'll just open it up on Modify. And it'll oh. be like, it's looking like June 24th at the moment. So nice. we just have to confirm that, but that's what it's looking like. Something like 11.30 to 1.30, like a brunch. And magic. It's for anyone who sounds like, or who listens to that and says, that sounds like, I'd like that. And we will, like you think about our coaches coffee, the topics that we discuss. Yeah. We've discussed hypocrisy. We've talked, discussed PEDs in sport, the meaning of health. Things you've changed your mind on recently. Yeah, we go deep on some Democracy, stuff. mindset and aging. Like we've covered everything, right? Yeah. So it could be anything. Um, and it's just that it's, it is that extension of what we do. Like we're training for health and fitness and to live a better life. And this is just a few ideas to discuss. If that sounds like it's interesting, you should yeah. keep an eye out for the, the booking form. will go up and modify. It'll be first come, first serve. I think we've got 24 spots. So um, keep your eye out for more news on that one. That'd be so cool. I can't wait for that. Yeah, I know. Like, I know myself and Jose have been working on the, the, the discussion topics. Yeah. You're definitely coming along. I'm coming. And then uh, we'll see. It could be just three of us. Who knows? That would still be great. Whole <laughs> 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 restaurant to ourselves. Okay. Um, right. So let's get into um, a bit of game day strategy. Yes. Okay. So one of the reasons we said we'd do a game day is we'd have a performance to prepare for. And we know what the performance is. We know it's a clean and jerk, we know it's Jackie. Mm -hmm. So it's very definable. And I think the best performers out there start defining their performance early and then getting themselves set up for success. Yeah. And that's the whole idea of this. So um, we talked about how we could help people build a performance in their head before we get there. Yeah. And one of the easiest ways is just talk about ours. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about clean and jerk. Mm -hmm. Do you know, do you have a, start put some shape on a performance that you'd be happy with at the end of it? Yeah, um, I love, 
dream scenario would be a 130 clean jerk. I think a a scenario that I'd still be very happy with would be a 125 clean and jerk. And that's probably a more realistic thing that could happen because I haven't cleaned or jerked 130 in a very, very, very long time. But I think one I haven't done 125 recently either. And I think that's right there. Um, and there's a few technique things that I'm working on too that if they all come together would be really good. So I'd love to hit 125 on my third attempt. Um, I'm comfortable taking a bigger jump to that. So I'd probably go something like 117 and a half or 118 before that. And then I probably want to open at about 110. So it's still a number that I definitely have to switch on for and concentrate on that 110. But I also know I could do two or three attempts. At w I could do a double at 110, I reckon, for a clean and for a jerk. So I'd be comfortable that I, I'd definitely hit that in my opener. And I want something that I know I can definitely hit. They're big jumps, eh? Yeah. I like a big jump. You like, yeah. So the small jumps tend to mess me up more. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting. I, w I was sitting at the table last night down here in Santry mm -hmm. and I asked a question to the group of people that were there. I was like, yeah. right, get your phones out, take a number. I want you to write down a number that you'd be delighted with. Ooh. And they all had to think about it for a couple of minutes and they wrote down a number. Yeah. So, and I was saying to them, every, most people would be like, oh, I don't know. But when you think about it for two minutes, you'll. You do you'll rest on something yeah and then i asked them to do a second number which is what's the highest number possible that they could bank on nine times out of ten they'll hit it hmm. so um they wrote down that number and i was like the bigger the gap there the more difficult it was going to be on game day so the goal will be to get that that second number the one they can bank on yeah. higher and higher and higher to make the jumps a little bit smaller, smaller. today someone like yourself who has an, enough experience you you know yourself well enough yeah. at those bigger jumps, but for most people, if a we can get like, better. like yeah. a three kilo, two kilo jump from lift to lift, just as a bit more gradual, and we can, you know, we can handle those jumps a yeah. little bit easier. So I've, that's a way to think about it. I know for me, like I, I'm still trying to figure out the movement side of it. My squat is really painful at the moment. So when I get to the bottom quarter of my squat, painful as weak as shit like yeah. when i get down there i feel like everything disappears i've got yeah. no power no go so um so one of my goals is to squat clean on the day oh. so like last night i was here doing the cleans i stuck with the squat clean as long as i could and then i went to powers and uh, just to get a bit of extra work done on it but um i'm doing some extra front squatting which i haven't done in years so it's really working for me in that yeah. like i'm going addressing a thing that i've probably been neglecting nice um so that would be nice clean this the split jerks feeling pretty good overall mm -hmm. so i think if i get the clean feeling good i don't think the jerk is going to be much of an issue nice um and you know i would like to be involved is my number one thing so stay healthy and do a version of it that i can do on the day if that's a power clean and jerk if that if that's has what it has to be so be, so it. be it but i'm going to try and do a squat clean and jerk and it'll be really light it won't be anywhere near what I could do for my powers, mm -hmm. but it will be a win. A win. Yeah, it would be win. It would represent I've gone and done loads of squatting in the last few weeks. I think that's important, isn't it? It's like figuring out what the win for you on the day is. Like we definitely want to. It'd be great if everyone went out and PB their clean and jerk, like as a as a gym and a coaching team, that would reflect very good on us. But I think the other side of it is, if we got everybody on the day who showed up to do something and they stepped off the platform after the third lift with a smile and going, 
That's what I had today. Yeah. That'd be uh, amazing. And, and I think you're you're bang on. The difficulty I think is to try and stay out of the what what's someone else doing? Yeah. Or what would how will I be perceived if I do this versus that? Yeah. And I think it's to stay in your own little bubble saying what would I be happy with and fuck everyone else. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. And when people ask you on the day, how did you get on? You focus on what your win was. Mm-hmm. You don't worry about the numbers. That's the big thing. And I think it, you know, it will serve you in your training on the day today. That's the whole point. Yeah. So what about Jackie then? What are you thinking? I had an idea in my head. And then I've talked to a few people about it since. I talked to Christopher about it. And his strategy was interesting. And it's kind of swayed mine a little bit. And then based off some of the training we've done recently as well i've kind of adjusted how i might approach it so we did friday's workout was the 1k row and the max thrusters in the remaining six minutes and i had two different paces i went for on the rower i find that they both hit me harder than i thought they would oh the row did yeah right the row did and but the one where i went a little bit slower I was able to go straight to the bar and I think that's the key. Mm-hmm. So I'm currently thinking slower than I want to on the row, probably like a a very high 150 or a two minute pace per 500. So it's gonna take me the guts of four minutes on the row, but it should allow me to go straight to the barbell and do the 50 unbroken. And I, we did the workout a few weeks ago with the unbroken thrusters. Was it 50 as well in that? Yeah, yeah, and I did. Oh, the twenty fives. Twenty fives. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, and I was moving that barbell pretty comfortably for most of the workout, so there's a level of confidence there. Um, and then my pull ups are my. I don't want to say kryptonite at the minute, but they're the bit that if anything's going to let me down, it'll be that. Um, so I've done a bit of pull up work recently to try and refine some of that. So I'm hoping to I'm hoping to go unbroken there. I'm going to keep working on it. I'm not just going to hope for magic on the day. <laughs> But so you th- so are you sorry are you saying unbroken barbell unbroken yeah. pull ups yeah okay I think I have the capacity for it it's just whether I can whether I I strategize the row well enough to do it and if I put in the work on my pull ups between now and then nice that would yeah. be sweet wouldn't it yeah that would be I'd really be happy sweet. with that that'll be that'll be a big win for me on Jackie regardless of what time I get yeah 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 and I think that's that's cool to have that performance process go and you're like if, if I get that. Laughing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Deadly. I'm just hoping to not break up the row. <laughs> <laughs> Your back or neck doesn't blow up on the door. Yeah, well, I tell you, with as I said earlier, my training is like I feel running on empty at the moment and pain. So my confidence with Jackie at the moment, I'm a bit terrified of. Yeah. That because I'm like, am I getting the conditioning in to mm-hmm. get fit enough to feel comfortable in it? Even. Yeah. Am I gonna get into that gut position? So. The conditioning bit, I think for most people when I ask them, they're like, I just need to be fit enough. I think that's probably true for yeah. most. And that's why we've chosen it as a benchmark because everyone instinctively knows I need to have the, the cardiovascular condition, the muscular conditioning that I can just keep moving. Yeah. So yeah, over the next few weeks for me, it's, it's to say I'm gonna go nice and slow in Jackie, but to do Jackie feeling like, okay, I, I know I, I'm in control here will be a nice thing. Yeah. So over the next few weeks, getting a level of consistency with cardiovascular work getting some reps on board getting some light work that's that's the goal that's for key, now yeah. i think as it gets closer i'll sharpen that up and put yeah. a bit more definition on it for now fitness is the <laughs> priority <That's> the <thing. laughs> 
Yeah. So if you've got, if you're wondering about your own strategy, you should talk to your coach about it. Yeah. You should absolutely do totally. that. Uh, because once you get it out loud or written down, it really helps um, on the day to day. Yeah. Because it's gonna be, it's gonna be drastically different for a lot of people. Some people are gonna be very similar. Um, like I, I, I honestly, me and Crystal are very different athletes, but I think for both of us, I think we'll be off the rower around the same time. His pull-ups are quicker than mine. My thrusters are quicker than his, mm-hmm. but like there's a, a strategy there and I need to push my thruster pace a little bit because I know he's going to beat me on the pull-up bar and he's thinking the exact same and in reverse at the same time. And I know some of the people I coach in the morning, like I think of the likes of Daglon, and it's like, I don't think there's any point in him rowing at a conservative pace because he's so strong on the rower that it just won't affect him on the barbell. Like he could row at a probably a 150 pace and still pick up and do 50 empty bar thrusters. So for him, it's like, you need to go do that because he's so much work faster. Yeah, for, for, for people who are who are performing at that level, yeah, I think it will come down to the row pace. It's like, yeah. what, what can I afford on that? Because yeah, if he can if he can beat me off the rower by 30 seconds... You're not catching him then. No hope. Yeah. Unless I can suddenly do 50 thrusters in 30 seconds as well yeah yeah absolutely yeah it's going to be interesting i think you think about people who are more starting off their fit their fitness journey they're only here a few months and yeah. they want to get involved like it's a great learning experience Jackie. it's a great learning experience because you're just thinking can i prepare for something and go and do it on my own terms under my own um with my own expectations for myself and not worry about it okay daily so yeah how many weeks out are we not many. Where are we now? Seven. Must be three and a bit, is it? Is it that close? Yeah. Yeah. Let me see. One, Four. two, three. Yeah, so it's three and a bit for for two of the gyms and then four and a bit for the other two. Wow. Or the other three. Yeah. Three and a bit. Yeah, it's getting close. close. Yeah. Absolutely. Um okay, so that's game day. We'll t- we'll follow up next time we talk about it. It'll be uh, like a week and a half away yeah, or something. It'll be like close. That. Yeah, mm. we'll start talking about strategies. Okay. Cool. Right, we're nearly done. We have a bit of overrated, underrated to get here through we here. Here we go. <laughs> this will be good. Yeah, so you suggested one, which is interesting. Electric cars. Mm. Overrated, underrated. What do you think? Underrated. I haven't thought about this. Oh, no. It's really hard. Um, considering I drive an electric vehicle... Say a word. Pick a word. Fuck. Overrated. I think it's different depending on the the circle you're in, isn't it? Because generally, I don't talk to anyone about electric cars. Not even you when you have one. But I imagine if you're in car circles, it's a very different story. Oh, yeah. Within the car world, the enthusiast car world. Big divide. They're hated. Oh, they're hated. They're hated. Yeah, they're the evil thing that's going to ruin all combustion engines are the way to go yeah absolutely (laughs) yeah that's that's the consensus and then there's some people who are going with it this is like this is progress yeah i so so tell me what your perception is then Uh, i just uh, they just appeal to me i I look at electric cars and most of them i like the look of them i like the sound of them i like i've been in yours a few times i like the way it feels just yeah i i just like them I was on the Tesla website designing a Tesla the last day. I can't afford a Tesla, but I was on looking. It was great. Yeah, fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And let me tell you, I, I love my car. Yeah. Like, I adore it. So when I say overrated, it's the ownership experience of an EV at the moment. It's it's a little awkward. Oh. 
it's it's definitely still a bit awkward you have to plan a long journey for instance whereas if you don't have if you have a normal car you just go somewhere oh i need diesel i'll fill it up as i go there's a spot there there's, there's going to be spots everywhere whereas at the moment the, the charging network is not great yeah it's actually terrible is it yeah it's terrible it's still not yeah, i suppose that's a consideration you have to have it everywhere you go everywhere you go now around my day-to-day -day life i have Fine. enough range in my car to do to go a trip to all the gyms and they go home and not have to worry about it so day to day is fine but when i go to cork for instance i have to go where where do i stop if i if i'm going beyond can cork, i get back can again I get back and again and all that so, so there's a bit of that right <laughs> yeah um there's an upside to it in that i think say you go and stop for a charge somewhere on a long journey you actually take your time you're not in such a hurry to get there right you say i'm gonna go and stop get a coffee i'll stroll out stroll back in and you know i'm back on the road again nice. it's fine but you do have to consider it a little bit um and i think but i think the experience of driving it it's quieter like there's no the, the vibrations we get off the engine actually tire us out on a long journey yeah so it's you just get so out of it less tired yeah and it's it's much more calm and yeah they're nice things to drive i think part of the appeal for me as well is of the three people off the top of my head i know who have one the, you maddie quinlan and leanne who does the morning classes she has a mini as well that's electric and everyone likes them yeah uh, no one i know owns an electric car and goes oh this is a terrible purchase yeah well, i am i am thinking though my next car i might go back oh yeah to petrol i don't know yeah, it's because you want a car from the 60s yeah well, that's <laughs> true that's true that's a, a car choice thing yeah. but yeah. yeah 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 interesting so yeah but but they are i think in another f five years are going to be very popular a much much better thing i think it's just getting better it's an early adopter thing i yeah. think at the moment um yeah okay last one then overrated underrated chat gpt oh. underrated overrated <laughs> <laughs> i'm surprised yeah okay right so so I, tell I, me I, your I, use of it first of all very little um but i definitely have dipped my toe in it i've i've used it i've never used it and then taken what it's given me and use that right if that makes sense it hasn't given me any any usable sorry no it has product. but i haven't used it i've i've written something whether it was whenever we were doing the blogs or for Instagram or anything like that. You're saying you've, you've never written that and used ChatGPT? No, I have. I write all of it, but I also have given it what I've written and given it prompts to to adjust. I've done. I've, I've used it for many different things, just never taken it and applied it. And what it can give back is sometimes phenomenal like really impressive stuff i think we tend to ignore it a lot in the fitness space right? and i think it's underutilized and therefore underrated where we could i don't know how yet but in a coaching scenario use it to our advantage i think so so i think it's underrated okay i'd say in right. other circles it's massively overrated like for example when people are studying for their junior cert or leaving cert right. it's probably highly overrated there i'd say it's underrated there. <laughs> what can hell i be using the hell out of it <laughs> so you said overrated 
yeah and again i think this might be a timing thing i've i've tried to do a few things on it just a bit of curiosity but then also like oh actually that could be useful here yeah um and it's very impressive it's, it's unbelievably impressive what it does but we were saying before we start recording there's a quality to it that it's like uh some things get perfectly written but there's something there's a flatness yeah. to it or something that's why i've never used it yeah i'm like ugh. there's no character there's, there's a feeling of like this is for some reason i can detect the robotness to it i don't know why that is yeah, maybe it's because we instinctively know that it is and we're trying to like yeah. reject it onto it but it does feel uh you know everything feels like a policy document yeah. or something <laughs> yes it's you very factual I mean? very to the point very there's no fluff it's yeah. all very accurate and, and as as you said earlier like it it comes down to your the quality of the inputs dictates the outputs yeah so maybe it's you know the, the quality point, of my yeah. inputs here i'm giving them uh, because i have heard people saying you can write me this in the style of this author and it comes out like that it, like yeah they can write hemingway and stuff yeah exactly it's wild yeah absolutely wild so i think um i actually have i've, I've been trying to write a policy that and I, i'm not very good at that and i put it in there and it gave me like a language i never would have come up with it just from a language point of view it's like that's a really succinct way of dealing with that hard thing i was wrestling with yeah so from that point of view it's pretty good wasn't usable though okay it's like it because it doesn't get yeah and i haven't been able to give it the information that i need to so it was it's, it's actually less work to go and just do yeah. myself but i think it I think you made a good point with the EV and I'd say it's the same thing now. It's so early on. So early. And it's just going to get better and better like, and better and better. It's like fucking four months old or something. Yeah. In November. It was November. So six. Yeah, I think we're so fucked. I yeah. think this thing is <laughs> going to eat our lunch first. I think we're, we're in such big trouble. Um, but uh, yeah, it's going to develop fast and I think it will just become a bigger and bigger thing for us. Yeah. But at the moment. Overrated. You think? Overrated. I'm going to run a robot or overlords is going to kill me for saying that in six months time <laughs> fuck okay I think we've said we've done enough today let us thanks Jamie cheers cheers